You're listening to the official South Bay Church podcast. For more about us, please visit southbaychurch.us. Father God, we want to thank you so much, God. You're an amazing, gracious, loving Father. So many adjectives, God, that don't do you justice. Uh, we, we thank you so much, God, that we're able to come to you in any and every situation, God, to be able to celebrate on a Sunday morning and, and worship you, God, and praise you, to assemble together, God, to see other disciples. Uh, just encouraged, God, by all that you do, encouraged by your Holy Spirit, Father. We pray that your Spirit works powerfully, God, as it already has for the rest of this time, God, whether it's a sermon that comes up right now, God, please use me as you, only you can. I'm the empty vessel, God, for your Holy Spirit. And just bless the rest of this time together, God. We look forward to just the times ahead with the holidays and a lot of things come up, God. But most of all, that we can be grateful for what you do, God. We love you. Praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Does this clicker work? I don't know if it does. Might have to. I think we're good. Okay. Title, Lord, I want to thank you. Um, before I get into that, I just want to share a couple little things, uh, one of which was exciting. Uh, I had my ten, or wife and I, she's not here. She's with the little ones. Uh, they are having coffee and stuff like that. We had our 10-year anniversary on November 6th. So just want to share that because that's something I'm very grateful for. Um, you know, 10 years by the grace of God. Amen. 10 good years, by the way. Amen. Amen for the Holy Spirit and grace. <laughs> um, I'll get more of what I'm grateful for later. But talking about, Lord, I want to thank you. We're going to focus on this kind of this idea of Thanksgiving and, and giving thanks. Um, we'll probably have to do just like that. And so what does Oxford and Merriam-Webster say about thanks? <clears throat> Excuse me. Get an idea. We're talking about thanks and thankful and thankfulness. Before I forget, hi to everybody on live stream. Great to see you guys. Um, everyone outside, good to see you as well. Hello. I don't want to forget you guys. And everyone in the sanctuary, you know, I think it's always good to say hi. But we're going to talk about kind of different little variants. Thanks, thankful, gratitude. You can see some of the definitions right there. I'll read a couple, just get an idea. So when we think of thanks, we're talking about expression of gratitude. We think about being thankful, we're aware, we are conscious of the benefit received. And then in gratitude, and this is kind of what I want to focus more from the biblical standpoint, there's a readiness to show appreciation for and to return kindness, right? So there's this something that God does in our hearts and our lives, and then we feel motivated to have some kind of sense of reciprocity. Now, granted, we're not able to <clears throat> really give to God the way that we'd like to um, in terms of his complete and just overreaching a crazy amount of love that he shows us, but we do our best, right? There's this element that we want to say thank you to God for what he's done. Next slide. I have a couple quotes. Uh, some of these are American authors, and there's one that you'll recognize at the end. His last name is Einstein. Uh, Gratitude can transform common days into thanksgiving, turn routine jobs into joy, and change ordinary opportunities into blessing. Think about that for a second. You ever had one day that was similar to the next, but the only difference was your attitude? And because of that, you experienced the entire day differently? What was seemingly mundane, for whatever reason, was otherwise joyous and exciting? Henry Van Dyke said, Gratitude is the inward feeling of kindness received. Thankfulness is a natural impulse to express that feeling. And thanksgiving is the following of that impulse. So that was his kind of definition of each one of those. Next one. This one's fun because it has some pictures with some backdrop, so enjoy this. Uh, Jefferson uh, Bethke, he's a Christian writer, evangelist. He says, thankfulness is the quickest path to joy. 
Thankfulness is the quickest path to joy. I like that one. And last but not least, uh, he's done a lot of things in science, but he also has some wonderful quotes. Albert Einstein said this. There are only two ways. <coughs> Excuse me. Let me get some water. I feel like I have the frog in the throat. Ribbit, ribbit. <coughs> I blame Alex again. Oh, man, I was crying the whole time. Ooh, that song was good. He says, there are only two ways to live your life. One is though nothing is a miracle. The other is as though everything is a miracle. So this notion whether it's a cosmic fluke or perhaps there's some intentionality from a creator and the result of that, there's this idea of awe and wonder and amazement that leads to a sense of gratitude. Next slide. It's all Greek to me. I, I would love to get Devin Ketchup for this portion and explain some of these things. I, I was going through some of the uh, uh, kind of linguistical aspect of uh, Tuda. Is that correct? Close enough. He's like, he looked at me, he's like, yeah, it's all right. So there are a couple terms, right? When you, when you look in uh, the Greek and Hebrew, you have tuda, uh, toda, toda, yada. And then this last one has like the, um, the phlegm sound that, that, you know what I mean? Like, it's like the eucharistia. And so I can do my best. That's, you're welcome. That's as good as it gets. There's other variants as well. But you get the same idea. Thanksgiving, praise, thanks, thanks offering, praise, give thanks, confess. So we're talking about this idea of thankfulness and all these different variants. If we go to the next slide, you get to see how many times God emphasizes this. You know, and I, I love the fact that, at least in America, in our kind of Judeo-Christian background, as we kind of deviate slowly farther away from it, we still hold on to gratitude. We still hold on to, to thankfulness. And one reason I love that so much is because God is very clear how important it is to him. If you look at these variants in the scriptures, you have 100, 143 references in the Old Testament and New Testament. Sometimes if you, know, if you have an improper biblical exegesis, you'll look at something, look at one passage or two, and then put this, this unhealthy emphasis on it. This is clearly not the case. 143 times, and this doesn't include the references that you see in scripture of people that are ex exemplifying that gratitude as well. This is just mentioning of the word that you'll find in scriptures. So God is clearly putting a premium on Thanksgiving. This matters to him. It's important. You find it in scriptures over and over again. Next slide. If we deviate from scriptures for a second, if you just talk about the intrinsic value of being thankful, you have polls and studies that will denote the same thing. Thankfulness can affect your health. There is one study that was done with uh, Vietnam vets and it, said, it was noted that those were more, that they were more thankful for what they had and had a higher sense of gratitude had less cases of PTSD. They exhibited stronger emotional health. They had better support systems. Life expectancy, there was one study that was done with nuns. Um, it was, they had an essay in particular, so when they came in, they wrote this essay about their level of gratefulness and happiness, right? The ones that were more grateful, and this was, this was like a long study, a course of years, right? The ones that were more grateful, 90% of that group lived beyond the year 85. Those that were characterized as less thankful and therefore less happy, that same group, or, you know, two dichotomy, only 34% of that group lived past the year 85. Only 34. Level of happiness, there's a lot of polls that talk about being grateful and level of happiness as a direct correlation. Productivity, it's believed based off evidence that if you are more thankful, that you are going to exercise more and that you're going to achieve more of your goals. Last one from a psychological standpoint, resilience in dealing with difficult situations. 
you know, there's evidence that suggests based on kind of defining resilience, like what is resilience? Resilience is the ability to overcome a situation. Uh, the, the resilience is, and I think they had another one I really like. I want to read this real quick. Pull this up. Because I appreciate this definition. Let's go down. It says, a commitment to finding purpose in whatever is happening, to believing in your ability to create a positive outcome, and this is point three, to be being better prepared for the inevitable setbacks that occur. That those that were more thankful for what they had in life had a higher resilience in dealing with difficult situations. So we can see from scripture, we can see from just the world in general, that this idea of thankfulness is key, whether it's from a physical health, and obviously most important for a Sunday service, our spiritual as well. Next slide. It's not controversial to say that Thanksgiving and thankfulness is important. It's pretty straightforward. Even the world agrees. We still have Thanksgiving every single year. We probably will for the centuries to come as long as our society stands. So I don't think that's the biggest issue. But I think the biggest issue is how do we live a life of thankfulness? How do we do that? Because the ebb and flow of life uh, generally will kind of bring us kind of these peaks and valleys. We are inundated with so, so much information, whether it's social media or otherwise, that has nothing to do with being thankful. Usually, on the contrary, it'll kind of lean us more towards cynicism. Or you get distracted, get caught up on whatever the world says is important. So how do we live a life of thankfulness? Next slide. One scripture I love that's a go-to, and I think many of you have used the scripture at different times, is Philippians 4, 8, and 9. It's an oldie but a goodie. If you've been around church for a while, you've heard it more than once, but there's a power to it. And I want you to hear this if you've been, you know, again, in, in Christian circles for a long time. Pretend you've heard this for the first time. It says, finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is noble, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is holy, whatever is admirable, if anything is excellent or praiseworthy, think about such things. Whatever you've learned or received or heard from me, seen in me, Put into practice, and the God of peace will be with you. Well, Rhett, this is a revelatory thought, but it's an important one. We understood, if you've read different books about, like, you know, the power of positive thinking or the battlefield of the mind, most of what we go through starts in here before it ever is manifested out here. So the question is, if we want to have a life of thanksgiving, what are we thinking about? That is not a passive thing. That is an active thing because we can decide where our mind and heart go, irrespective of all the external factors in this world. We have control, God-given control to say, what will I avert my gaze to? There's a couple things that I'm grateful for. Next slide. That's cute, right? <laughs> These are the things that I choose to focus on. And some of you will probably have similar ones, right? I choose to focus on the gifts and the blessings that God has given me. And personally, it's a challenge because being a Latino, by definition, I'm emotional, and I feel a lot. <laughs> it's just the way it is. I'm, I'm geared for passion. I'm geared for going and feeling. And God's saying, stop and think and reflect. 
See what I've done in your life. Look at the blessings. Behind me is an amazing blessing. I can't imagine having the family that I have apart from God. On the contrary, my, you know, my family slew divorces, third marriages, infidelities, all these different things that go on and most of our families can attest. And so when you look at this, all I think of is miracle. All I think of is God has done something that I can never do in it of myself. And many of you can test in your own life the same thing, whether it's a marriage, whether it's a friendship. God has worked in such a way that all you can say is thank you. Thank you, God. My three kids, ages eight, six, and four, two of them are sick today, as I mentioned, so they're, unfortunately they're not here. I put them down at night. You know, we'll, we'll do have like, we'll, we have like a little setup, right? So we'll sing some songs, they'll do, they'll do some dance, some kind of silly stuff. Uh, before that, we'll watch like a Bible video or read. We'll pray together. And then after they finally start going down, they don't really go to sleep. They kind of, you know, kids will kind of fake it. So they'll go to sleep and they kind of wait. And all of a sudden you hear all this noise and laughter afterwards. But while I'm there with them, and I put them down, and they kind of close their eyes. Getting emotional. I look up the... Whew, oh, man. Oh. I look up to heaven, and I just tell God, thank you. I just tell him, thank you. Because I didn't do any of this. It's him. He gave the blessing. Next slide. I'm very grateful for the singles ministry. You, you saw some of that skill work up here with the welcome, and there's an amazing rap, courtesy of Richard. Grateful for Alex as well at the campus. That was a phenomenal song that, again, made everybody waterworks. Um, this, was, this was Friendsgiving last night. I have to do a big shout-out to uh, Davida, to, to Betty, to Sandy. Um, they did a lot of this setup, a lot of the cooking. This was an amazing event to see disciples of Jesus Christ together, building momentum for God, seeing God's spirit work, fighting for unity. We have busy schedules and busy lives. There's so much going on. But taking the time to stop and say, you know what? This matters. What we do as a church and a fellowship matters. We're not going through uh, religious just kind of rote memory and tradition and, or feel guilty. We're doing things because there's an intentionality that says, you know what? I want to be next to you. You have the Holy Spirit. I have the Holy Spirit. God is love. That love overflows. Let's spend time together. Let's build something special. And to have moments like this, they're, they're priceless. The people that came out, I had a, a buddy that came out, and he, he, he loved it. He had a blast. And to see this ministry move and grow is, is, a, is a, something that I praise God for, something that I pray for, on a regular basis. Thank you, singles. Thank you, women, for an amazing night yesterday. Next slide. Another thing I'm grateful for is all of you. My wife and I have been here six months. It's been six months. That uh, feels like forever, right? <laughs> I look at the South Bay Church, and it, it, I don't want to get emotional again, but you know, we had no intention. We had every intention of going to the East Coast, and I shared this story before in being either in like Columbia, South Carolina, or Florida, or somewhere else, and God made it very clear that he wanted us here. And after being here six months, I can see why. You may or may not see it, but there's something special here. In the midst of all this whatever 
pandemic or pandemic or lockdown or whatever the heck's going on, all this craziness, there's people here that genuinely love God and genuinely want to do something for him, that want to see him glorified. It's been an interesting time of testing and hearts and who's coming back to church and what's going on and where's the next thing. But if we just look around here and see this power, oh my God, he wants to do so much through every single one of us. Do you believe it? Do you believe that God has something special planned for you? That there's something in the works that if you had an inkling or been able to imagine, all you would say is praise God. Thank you, God, for what you're doing. Thank you for what you're about to do. My wife and I and our kids, my children can't wait for the next church event. My daughter is like, wait, so what, who's coming over tonight? And, and what, where are we going? Is it, are we going somewhere? Okay, do we, do we have like an event plan next? They can't wait to see your faces, to see your faith. There is such a power here. And I know we have choices, right? There's live stream, there's different things going on. But when we choose to be together and take, you know, sacrifice or take the time or whatever it is, but prioritize this group, the amazing things that God will do. I'm so grateful. This is not a, a trope or just something, you know, arbitrarily said. I mean it from the bottom of my heart. I'm grateful for every single one of you. And I look forward to seeing what God does in your life. I have a video to help us think about being thankful. Perfect meal, but that's not everyone's reality. And what's really important is not perfection, but thankfulness. So I'm here with Darren, and uh, we're downtown, and I'm curious, uh, Darren, how long have you been homeless? About four or five years. I have been on the street for probably about three months now. Okay, so this is really new for you then. So, Sylvester, how long have you been uh, homeless or out on the streets, man? Uh, since July. So what was it that led you to being homeless since July? Uh, I lost my job. Well, I have, was a drug addiction for you. Well, man, yeah, I spent a lot of time in prison. So that took away a lot of my life. But uh, drug-related? Basically drug-related, pretty much, yeah. So, um, you know, just how many years you did? All in all, in and out, 16. Holy cow, what was your best Thanksgiving ever that you remember? Oh, man, Thanksgiving? What's the best one? Uh, yeah, it was the year that uh, my daughter was born. Oh, wow. What's her name? Uh, Jennifer. Okay. Do you, how old is she now? Uh, 13. Do you see her at all? Um, yeah, every now and then I do. 89, because that's like my last father's Thanksgiving. Oh, wow. Okay. So you got to spend Thanksgiving with him. Thanksgiving is, uh, oh, no. That's when my grandmother was living, and she would say, everybody come. No matter, like Big Mama's house. Oh, yeah, okay. <laughs> my grandma was Big Mama. Big Mama, Mama okay. You bringing you and the kids and everybody coming on, we're going to eat and have We're going to uh, fellowship with yeah. each other. And uh, and that was, I think that was, that what really taught me about Thanksgiving. It's it's tough, baby. You're not going to, you, do you think you'll see her at all this year? Yeah, I'm going home this year to see her. Are you really? Yeah. Oh, that's awesome, man. So what are you thankful for this year? That I get to see her. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Yeah. And look at that smile, man. You have such crazy joy just emanating from you. You're the perfect person to ask, what are you thankful for? 
I am thankful for my family and for my friends and that I do have a place to stay at in this ridiculous weather. Just the friends I have when I come to these down here or under the bridge on Tuesday nights. What are you thankful for, Clarence? I'm thankful for my family and the Lord. You know, I, I have to learn to love the Lord. Is there anything, Randy, you know, we're coming up into Thanksgiving in that time where, you know, Thanksgiving and what people are thankful for looks a little different to everybody. Is there something that you're thankful for? Yeah, I'm thankful for waking up every day. What am I thankful for? Um, to be alive. I thank the Lord for all the blessings there and the mercy and the grace that he gives us. What's something, Jimmy, that this year you're thankful for? I'm alive and well. Haven't, you know, even though the streets has been hard, it hadn't, hadn't brought me down. I'm alive and still have hope. powerful stuff there for sure. You know, hopefully it helps us to think about whatever is noble, whatever is pure, whatever is admirable, whatever is holy, whatever that is for your life. You know, holidays can be a challenging time for some. Sometimes it's a lot of joy. Sometimes everything in between. But irrespective of your, your familial situation or whatever you're going through, there's always something to be grateful for. Even in the most dire situations or difficult situations, there is always something to thank God for. Leading into communion, it says in Colossians 2, 6, and 7, So then, just as you receive Christ Jesus as Lord, continue to live your lives in him, rooted and built up in him, strengthened in the faith as you were taught, and overflowing with thankfulness. Trying to avert our gaze to Jesus and focus on him and whatever is noble and true, that's, that's a good practical but what's the genesis? What's the, the origin of why we're thankful in the first place? It comes from receiving Christ Jesus, that repentance, refreshing that comes from it, our baptism and forgiveness of sins, receiving the Holy Spirit, starting life anew. That is the genesis for our gratitude. We receive Christ Jesus as Lord. And a result of receiving him, there should be an overflow. Again, this world will try to do its best for you to become a critic and for you to focus on the vitriol, divisive words, anything that has nothing to do with the glory of God and the union of God's people. But imagine for a second, as we focus on our reason, our original reason for gratitude, the, the, probably the best one you can find, forgiveness of sins, an eternity spent with God, that through that focus, we overflow with thankfulness. We become a people on a regular basis. I'm not saying overflow because you want to ignore all the problems of the world. I'm not saying overflow because you just want to say, oh, you know what, I, I choose to emphasize this even though I won't deal with my, let's say, household issues or my personal issues. I'm saying we overflow with thankfulness while we address all the challenges that come in this world. Imagine if overflowing with thankfulness is the backdrop with how you approach all your issues at work. Overflowing with thankfulness is the backdrop for how you deal with any challenges inside the church. Overflowing with thankfulness is how you address any problem that you have in this life. 
Imagine the good that can be done and how easy situations are resolved if this is our mindset. Christ Jesus died for us and he gave us his body and he gave us his blood. We hear that. Do you feel it? Because when you feel it, thankfulness overflows. Gratitude overflows. And as we go into this holiday season, we're going to need all that overflow we can get. Not just from our belt buckles, but from our hearts. Let's pray. Father God, we thank you so much, Lord. You're gracious, amazing, patient, merciful. You give us so many things, God, so many blessings, so many good gifts from heaven above that we do not deserve. We thank you so much for them, God. We thank you so much for your son, the body that was broken, the blood that was shed. God, you love us in such a way that we know we don't deserve. Help us, God, to show our appreciation, to overflow with thankfulness on a daily basis. That every day we're alive, Father, we acknowledge you and we live for you. That our, our lives are living sacrifices that say thank you for all that you do. We love you, God. Praise your son's most holy and perfect name. Amen. Thanks for listening to the South Bay Church Podcast. For other sermons, videos, upcoming events, and more about our church, please visit southbaychurch.us. 